Welcome to the Anything Glows podcast. I'm your host, Brittany, a wellness enthusiast, yoga teacher, and illustrator currently living near Joshua Tree, California. I'm also the founder of Sage Glow Studio, where I help women develop intuition-led wellness through movement, meditation, breathwork, and cycle syncing. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how to live a life that feels nourished, embodied, expansive, and rooted in your feminine nature. But we'll also address the juicy big picture questions like what is the purpose of true wellness? Thanks for joining me on this journey. Now let's dive in. We are in week three of our series, Yoga and Your Hormones. Part one was an intro into why we should care about and for our hormones and why yoga is such a good lens through which to view our feminine hormonal health. Part two covered what yoga and Ayurveda have to say about hormones, how they can help balance them, plus four other practical ways you can start nourishing your hormones immediately. If you haven't listened to either of those, add them to your queue because they're packed with lots of info and tips. Now in part one, I had lamented about the lack of education on our cycles and hormones, but randomly in the shower, I had this vague memory come back to me. It's of a pamphlet, probably from the pediatrician's office with illustrations of the four menstrual phases. Hopefully some of you remember this too, and I'm not just losing my mind. Anyways, it was very pink and red, and I'm pretty sure the cartoon uterus was making an angry face in one of the frames. So to say I didn't know I had four phases until just a few years ago might not have been entirely true, but I still have a bone to pick with our health education because I obviously forgot, so clearly it wasn't something that was made to seem important. And why was that poor uterus so mad? Doesn't that set us up from a young age to view our periods as bad and painful? While we might have heard of the four cycles, we probably didn't realize the power each one holds and how we can use our cyclical nature to our advantage. So that's what we'll talk about today, how to embrace our feminine nature and how to practice cycle syncing. If you're a millennial woman like me, operating in the masculine has been the norm for us. We've talked about this before, but that looks like overworking, drawing our sense of worth from productivity, ignoring our body's cues, suppressing our emotions and needs, and living life as if we are on a 24-hour cycle. It's going to take baby steps, but embracing your feminine energy is what your hormones are begging you to do. Remember when I told you that your feminine energy is your power and being a woman is a gift? Here's where this becomes true. If you're not enjoying being a woman, I invite you to try these practices. Number one, nurture yourself. This will look different for all of us, but tune into what feeds your soul. This could range from anything really, like a five-minute self-facial massage before bed, taking yourself out on a date, eating foods that make you feel your best, Speaking kind words to yourself, doing a hobby, investing in your education, pursuing your goals and dreams. Think about it like taking care of yourself as a child or a good friend. And when your cup is full, you're better equipped to nurture others. Number two, trust your intuition. 
every time we ignore our instinct, it becomes a little weaker until we can't sense it. Dramatic, I know, but take that seriously. Our God-given feminine instincts are powerful, but unless we pay attention, we lose this discerning skill. Oftentimes, we do things out of habit or because it's what others expect or it's common but not necessarily right for us. Tap into your intuition. Trust your gut or heart or womb, wherever you feel it. If you need help with this, tune into episode two, where we do a quick exercise to determine where your intuition lies. Number three, connect emotionally. Life and yoga are not, quote, good vibes only. Our emotions are valid and suppressing them to appear strong or powerful creates stagnation and disharmony in our bodies. Trapped emotions can literally start to cause us physical pain. Have you ever had tight hips, did an opener like pigeon or frog pose, and found yourself in tears? This is common among so many of my private yoga clients and other women that I talk to, telling me that we've got some emotions buried deep inside. But bury these emotions no longer. Try yoga, of course, meditation, journaling, therapy, acupuncture, talking with friends, screaming alone in your car. I like to do this from time to time. Whatever you need to do to express and acknowledge your emotions. And I love using dance here. Put on a good playlist before you hop in the shower and just dance your little heart out. No one's watching, so let it get weird. And very intentionally shake the hips, like twerk it out, sis. Loosen those hips up and you'll feel such an emotional flush, a lightness, clarity, compassion, or relief in your body and soul unlike anything else. Number four, welcome pleasure. You know all those romanticize your life TikToks and reels? That's kind of the idea here. It's slowing down when you can and moving mindfully throughout your day, really bringing awareness to your sensations and all the small pleasures in life. Think of it like a moving meditation. And let me be clear, this doesn't mean you need to document your aesthetic morning routine unless you want to. This is just for you. It might look like taking the time to enjoy how your shampoo smells and how it feels lathering up in your hair massaging your legs as you moisturize, actually sitting down to really taste your morning coffee. It could be wearing something that feels really good on your body, having fun on your commute, singing along to your favorite music in the car, or listening to the birds outside. And you might be thinking, I don't have time to slow down or pay attention to all of these things. I'm too busy, too important. I have too many things I need to think about. Okay, that's fine. How about slowing down for one thing, for 30 seconds? Sometimes that's all you can do, and that's okay, but I have a feeling you'll enjoy it and want to add pockets of pleasure into your day more and more. Finally, the fifth practice in embracing your feminine is acknowledge your cyclical nature. When I first started my research into hormonal health, my mind was blown to realize that men operate on a 24-hour hormonal cycle and women on a roughly 28-day cycle. 
And it makes so much sense when you start to pay attention to how our body and mind feels throughout the month and how sometimes a night's rest isn't the same type of reset for us that it seems to be for guys. This brings us to our second topic of the day, cycle syncing. Cycle syncing is the practice of eating, behaving, and moving in ways that support the specific hormonal ratios in brain chemistry during each phase of your cycle. Our right and left hemispheres of the brain converse more, which results in us functioning more holistically, integrating different aspects of our lives at once. Basically, less linear, more cyclical. Benefits of cycle syncing include working with your body, not against it, having more energy, improving your health, getting better nutrient variety, being able to accomplish more over the course of the month instead of trying to do it all at once, and having the ability to live the best version of yourself and reach your goals. Sounds pretty good, right? Let's iron out the details. There are four phases to your cycle, follicular, ovulatory, luteal, and menstrual, and it's helpful to link them to another familiar cycle to make it really click. I like to go in order of the reproductive cycle here, so starting with the follicular phase. This lasts about 7-10 to days and it's when several egg follicles start to swell and prepare for release. Our hormones are at a low level and estrogen is slowly starting to rise. During this time, we are open and ready to try new things, feeling super strong, determined, and energetic. This is a great time to plan your month ahead, get organized, brainstorm, start new projects, break a habit, or begin a new one. The best foods to support this phase are fresh and light to support our increased energy. Think barley, wheat, broccoli, zucchini, green lentils, chicken, olives, flax, and pumpkin seeds. Some self-care practices that support this time are getting out and doing social activities, anything new, anything that gets you out of your comfort zone and challenges you. The ideal movement at this time is cardio. You're running, kickboxing, spinning classes. And for yoga, try inversions here because you're going to feel really strong and determined. The Warrior series are really great, planks and chaturanga. This is also the time to start practicing new poses. Our next phase is the ovulatory phase. That lasts about three to four days, and it's when one follicle swells and bursts, releasing an egg into the fallopian tube, which travels to the uterus. Estrogen is continuing to rise, testosterone surges, and then starts to drop. During this time, we have heightened verbal skills and feel really stable. This is a great time to have important conversations, to negotiate, collaborate, maintain a routine. It's also a really good time to have a first date. The foods that support this phase are veggies and fruits and lighter grains to metabolize your estrogen. Think quinoa, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, dandelion, red lentils, strawberries, lamb, salmon sesame, and sunflower seeds. Some self-care that supports this phase is lymphatic massage and dry brushing. 
During this time, you're really going to want to connect with your community, communicating your thoughts and opinions. You might be feeling very expressive at this time. Your ideal movement is hit or weightlifting. Yoga poses that support this are sun salutations, arm balances, half moon pose, tree pose. This is also a great time to do partner yoga. Next, we have the luteal phase. This is the longest phase lasting about 10 to 14 days. It's when the uterine lining thickens by absorbing the tissues that maintain hormone creation in preparation for conceiving a baby or having a period. The follicle from which the egg burst grows on the ovary's surface. During this time, progesterone is produced by the ovary lining, estrogen continues to rise, and if the egg isn't fertilized, progesterone production slows, testosterone increases towards the end of the phase. When this happens, we have a greater attention to detail and we get that desire to nest and kind of cozy up. This is a great time to wrap up projects, bring things to completion, do some admin tasks or domestic chores. Foods that support this time are those high in vitamin B, calcium, magnesium, and fiber to support our progesterone and produce and metabolize estrogen. We're thinking brown rice, millet, mustard greens, sweet potatoes, chickpeas, walnuts, beef, and turkey. Some self-care practices might include taking a bath, getting a massage or acupuncture, and just slowing down those social activities. Our awareness of everything around and inside you starts to increase, and during this time, we like to prioritize our responsibilities. Great movements for the luteal phase are body weight focused, like Pilates or yoga and bar can also incorporate some detox-focused yoga asanas like twists and cobra, pigeon, and frog. Finally, we come to the menstrual phase. This usually lasts about three to seven days, and it's when the uterine lining sheds, producing your period. Our progesterone production stops, estrogen peaks, and then drops off. During this time, we have more access to analytical and intuitive reasoning. So this is a great time to review your last month. Are you working on projects you love? How are you feeling? How are you thinking about work? What changes would you need to make for the next month? During this time, we really want to focus on nutrient-dense, water-rich foods that are high in iron and zinc buckwheat, wild rice, beet, kale, sea veggies, kidney beans, flax, and pumpkin seeds are great choices here. Our menstrual phase is when we require rest, alone time, journaling, releasing what's no longer needed, really focusing on self-love, intuition, and reflection. Ideal movement for this time is going for walks, doing yin or restorative yoga, specifically moon salutations, forward bends, reclined bound angle, bow. Cobra is a great pose here if you are having cramps. And two last thoughts on the menstrual cycle. Even if it's annoying or painful, if you're getting your period, that's a good sign. 
Assuming you're within your menstruating years, having a period means your body is doing what it's supposed to do. We'll work on the annoying symptoms, but just know the process of having a cycle is a good start. And two, I invite you to start thinking about your menstrual cycle, your period, as your monthly report card. There are some months when my period is more uncomfortable, and I can usually link it to extra stress, lack of sleep, too much caffeine right before my period, or something else. It gives me an opportunity to reevaluate my habits or look deeper into what might have been going on and how I can bring my period and entire body back into better alignment. Okay, I know that was a lot of juicy information, and hopefully you're feeling so empowered with this newfound appreciation for how special our cycles are and how they can be used to our advantage. I'll include a link in the show notes to a cycle syncing chart that you can use as a reference because it takes some info saturation to start thinking in this new way. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me on social and also take these principles to your healthcare provider to see how you can best implement them into your unique life and body. Let's flip the negative scripts surrounding our periods and fully embrace our beautiful feminine nature. Thanks for listening to the Anything Glows podcast. Let's keep the conversation going on social at the Anything Glows podcast and Sage Glow Studio. If today's episode served you, please share it with a friend and give the show a review. Your support, downloads, subscriptions, and feedback mean the world to me. Take care of your mind, body, and soul, and I will see you next time.